Hello and welcome to Push My Follow episode number 32. It's only been 55 weeks since our last show. <laughs> no, I want to thank... <laughs> Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been 55 weeks since (laughs) since my last podcast. Forgive us all. All right. So I want to sort of explain a little bit about why we took so long to do another show. I, I don't know. We took a break. We took a break and it went on for a while. These things happen. So I am Michael Gaines, and let's go through the list of people on my Skype list. Sarah Vella. Hello. Eric Rice. Present. Annie Basio. Hey, people. Christine Cavalier. Hello again, everyone. And Joe Cascio. Hi there. <laughs> so a lot has happened in the world of the internet, um, and we're doing this show for one specific reason. Uh, one of our... Our lovely co-host um, Eric Rice has got yeah. has found himself in a in a quandary, a legal quagmire, a, if you a will. legal quagmire <laughs> as of late, um, <laughs> which which I believe now is over. Uh-huh. Are you are you okay? Free? But but considering that one of our kin um, has found himself at the at the receiving end our of, brother, of something, our brother Eric, a brother, brother, brother Eric, Eric <laughs> has. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> may loon be with you and um um i figured it would be a good way for us to all get together and talk about this issue because uh as we, as we've seen in the past that some people are getting bullied uh by the use of their twitter names or or something where big companies feel that they have a right to something that in our case eric you've had that twitter id for how long uh, I think it was like what two thousand six or Twitter five. had I one mean, T. So like five years. You've had <laughs> that yeah. ID for five, and not and apart yeah. from the fact that you've had that ID on Twitter for five years, you've had the nickname Spin much longer than that. Yeah, I mean it's it basically my my gaming nickname. Mm-hmm. You know, created it. I don't know two thousand four, two thousand five. It's it's everywhere in some variation. Mm-hmm. Xbox, PlayStation. Um, you know, Second Life. Yeah, Wow, Wow, um, Four Square. I think. I mean, it's just all over the place. Yeah. All right. So, since everything happened to you, rather than me describing what happened, why don't you tell uh, the entire planet what happened? Well, yeah, pretty simple. I got a cease and desist letter from a law firm that uh, represented Spin Magazine, music magazine, and probably, I guess, it's like one of the big. Four, there's like Spin, Rolling Stone, Paste, and Vibe, I guess. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of known. Um, that it was causing customer confusion. And I actually had thrown this up on my, uh, my Flickr feed, and it's, it spread like wildfire. And the justification in the letter was um, the, there was actually a technical inaccuracy. The, the letter said that, you know, people looking to go to Spin were redirected to me. And so, we know that that's not how Twitter works, that's but not the works. examples that were given were essentially wrong numbers. So mm-hmm. if somebody uh, said at spin want free tickets, you know, 
or I'm chilling at spin or I'm going to at spin class or whatever because there's a lot of things named spin. I did not spin know. Spin class. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a, like a ping pong club or table tennis, excuse me, in New York City. And I think there's like a gay nightclub in Chicago. I mean, there's all of these places, you know. So you, I see all sorts of weird tweets and I just ignore it. But that, and they gave a few examples as causing significant customer confusion. And uh, I had till the 31st of May to cease and desist using. Mm-hmm. And then what? And then what? And then what? Well, and, and that's it, what? you know. Uh, it, it, you know, it's always, these letters always have that vague, you know, so we'd like to come to some amiable thing. Yeah, nothing implied, you know, uh, or nothing specifically stated. It's just more whatever is implied or what you infer from it. And uh, yeah, so that whole week, of course, uh, it, it took off uh, like wildfire. Everybody was talking about it and met a lot of people actually who have similar names to companies. I met somebody who is in England who goes by Denny who is very acutely aware of everything that the Denny's restaurant chain in America does. I guess they have a bacon sundae, you know, <laughs> and hears about it a lot. Well, because of the syntax of how Twitter works, an apostrophe or a punctuation after, you know, the initial at oh, in the right. letters. So even if somebody said, I'm at Denny's, um, if they apostrophized it, I guess, um, it's not going to count. It's going to go to that person, so... You know, it's like if you went uh, at Scoble instead of at Scobleizer, guess what? Some other per- person, I think mm-hmm. there's a dude named Jeremy Scoble. He gets all of the misfired tweets. So so that was the first phase of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I have to say, like, if, if people, um, people want to see the letter, they should go to... Uh, Flickr.com. Um, Eric is actually Eric Rice on Flickr. He's not Spin. It's actually in the Chilling see... Effects database, too. It's over at Chilling Effects. And Chilling the, the, Effects. The, the, my right, favorite yeah. thing. My very favorite thing about this letter is is how like is what bad examples the, the lawyers used for for you know tweets that <laughs> that exemplified their case because they don't. But anyway, including that's... a tweet that Eric had, had actually sent out, uh, it was a talking retweet. about a redirected yeah. tweet that had come to you, right? And and you tweeted out about that, and they used your tweet as an example. As an of example, tweet. <laughs> <laughs> someone someone was asleep at that research wheel. I mean. I... <laughs> Well, well, it's just, you know, it's a, it's a classic example of people who don't get Twitter trying to make an argument about Twitter. And it, it was just funny to me. But anyway, well, continue. Are, but, well, before you continue, did, did you get any insight as to how this law firm constructed this letter and how much research they actually did? No, no. Okay. And I had, I had not received any communication uh, from the magazine or the law firm prior on any service. Um, so none. And, you know, Twitter didn't shut down my account. You look up Twitter's trademark policy, no mm-hmm. violation, you know, nothing impersonating, n- nothing even remotely, you know, it, it's kind of obvious to so many people who, yeah, granted, none of us are, are lawyers, but you look at it, you're like, what? How, how on, how could anyone, you know, my kids could figure out that uh, <laughs> you guys are nothing like each other. <laughs> I don't have gigantic backgrounds of band ads. I mean, it's kind of obvious that I'm not <laughs> a music magazine. So, you know, that's pretty much where we were that first week. And there were, I saw it on NBC and Gothamist had covered it. And, you know, it was kind of all over the place. 
retweeted my whole my whole week was very interesting. It was just nonstop. <laughs> retweet after retweet after retweet. Any fear that they may actually come after you? Did you really think that you had some solid ground to stand on? Well, I mean, I've known, and, and it's always a good thing for anybody who receives a cease and desist. One thing you don't do is just don't act on it. Just mm-hmm. don't ignore it. You have to respond, ask for more time. I mean, something. Um, you just never want to ignore it because that can always come back and, and bite you in the butt later on. Um, so what you know, did you I, do to, to respond? Well, I, you, well, that was the thing. So first of all, you know, those first initial days, you're kind of like, oh, my God, <laughs> a big company, a law firm, and I'm just a dude, and I was just sitting here dealing with farm life, you know, <laughs> uh, just like a week prior. So I'm not exactly <laughs> thinking about stuff like this. Not, not Farmville, actual farm life. Yeah. Actual yeah, farming. Actually, like an actual farm, yeah. He actually Real puts chicken. his hands on the cow. <laughs> on chickens. <laughs> on chickens. <laughs> Um, well, a lot. I had a lot of support come in privately. A lot of people, and um, I had uh, we had a re- I had a really good chance to work with a really good, large, influential organization to help out on my behalf. And uh, a it, legal organization, or yeah, yeah, and it didn't get like that far because at the last minute, um, I got a call. From the publisher of Spin Magazine from New York, and I kind of I was like, "Hmm, who's calling me from New York?" All of a sudden, I'm rushing out the door to get the kids from school, right? And here comes a call from New York. I'm like, "Why? Well, this is this is odd." And they had actually found out about it, I think, at the end of that week. So I get the letter on Monday, and I guess they had found out about it on Friday. Mm-hmm. And so it was the uh, Malcolm Campbell, who is the publisher of Spin, called. He's going to be out in Portland. Wanted to sit down, talk things over. You know, uh, figure out. You know, you mean what, Spin you know. Magazine didn't know that the lawyers yeah. went after you? I am also confused. Yeah, I was just about to ask that because this this is not the first time I've heard that the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. Well, you know, I think that's that's one thing that you got to look at. Uh, whether it's a big company or a small company, whether it's somebody who's done this a while, it is possible for companies to have, you're not micromanaging. I mean, I've managed people. I've, I've done a lot of this stuff. You're just not micromanaging every facet of every aspect that everyone's doing. You've got teams sure, to handle sure. certain things. Mm-hmm. So it is quite possible. Um, so Okay. So he came out and saw you or? Yeah. Yeah. So next that week and he said, you know, this, this is just not who we are. It's not where we're about. Apologize. <laughs> I was cool with it. And, you know, is it a, is it a case of, um, you know, somebody wasn't around to catch it on the sniff test and, you know, the, the legal team is just working on autopilot? Yeah, I think that's a, a very real possibility. I take them at their word at that. Um, could this also happen where they fully intended just to try and throw muscle around and go, oh, you just got caught? Uh, yeah, that's a possibility too. But, I mean, I got to take them at his word. And, you know, this affected me. It, there have been far bigger social media disasters out there in the world. You know, big astroturfing campaigns. I think Honda and Mazda got involved in some really nasty stuff, fake comments, and just totally stuffing the the ballot box, if you will, on various things. You know, so there's huge things that affect like the general public at large. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm satisfied with the explanation, and and we had a great conversation. We talked about lots of stuff, and uh, it was actually a pretty simple, open and shut thing. And so I no longer needed to respond or, or worry about any anything like that. But kudos so. to Spin Magazine and the publisher for yeah. being cool yeah. and 
you know, like that's awesome. That's a great outcome for the, you know, little guy. But yeah, I mean, well, it was acceptable to me. And but, you know, it's crazy looking at some of the comments that are were out there. People are like, oh, they should just buy them out. And, you know, <laughs> it's happened. It's happened. before. I, well, yeah, the main <laughs> squatting, you know, mm-hmm. used to be the, the sure. thing to do, right? And there's a whole bunch of policies about how dispute resolution with domains is, is handled. But people, yeah, so people were just treating it like it was this thing, like it was a random item on the shelf. I'm like, it's my name, dude. <laughs> I, I just, it'd be like, yeah, like it is know, your name. Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, sorry, Mike, you're not allowed to be called Mike anymore. Um, you're going to have to be going by Bob. Because I'm, yeah. I'm like, what? That would just not you even fly. Mike two three zinc one like some. Well, like, the, the right. problem that I'm having lately is apparently there's some new rapper out there named Star Mike. Oh, so every now and then I, I get know. these people, and and I was I was going to sort of I was going to comment about this earlier, but um, I guess now's a good time to do it. When they talk about confusion, what I've noticed is that people tend to tweet with the assumption that they have the right ID even though they don't actually know it. Mm-hmm. So what people will be doing mm-hmm. for me is they'll be saying, well, I'm in the studio with at Star Mike, and I'll write back. I'm like, dude, you got the wrong person. You know, and, I get that and, Gmail on my actual name. I There is a guy who signed up for the Redbox DVD rental system, doesn't mm-hmm. even know his own email address. Oh, my goodness. I get oh, a I lot get, of those. Oh, I get the return of emails. crappy movies. I mean, it's like, come on. Get some better taste, dude. <laughs> I'm on some so. family's mailing list. I got I got invited to a wedding the other day. No. Because somebody, they have the wrong email address for someone in their family, and I have written back to them countless times. Sorry you have the wrong person. You seem like nice people, but I'm not who you think you that I am. So, um, yeah, I got invited to their wedding. I have so, a I mean, secret it's, life. It's, you got to go. Yeah, you should go. Seriously, just go and don't give him any money. Right? If it wasn't yeah. in Minnesota, I, I totally would. But it's a bit well, of a hike. <laughs> so, so with with my case, there were actually a lot of technical things that just jumped out. It's like I have pretty much plateaued with my my Twitter followers at around you know high three thousands, and then you know I got probably a couple hundred out of this whole thing. And the magazine is like eighty thousand. Mm-hmm. And right. they have, uh, you know, they've only got like six or seven thousand tweets. I'm bearing down on twenty five thousand, and you know, so there's there's this huge kind of technical gap. Plus, none of the misfired tweets, uh, no one followed. You know, there's not an, an an any type of relationship that happens on on Twitter, unlike something like Facebook, where you can just simply follow somebody just to subscribe, like an RSS feed. None of these misfired tweets were even, there was no indication of any type of relationship initiation at all. So that, you know, all, all the technical stuff was there as well. I mean, it, it was a pretty basic thing. It sounds really huge. It sounds really romantic to be all David and Goliath. But, you know, really, yeah, I, I think that, yeah, it was just a, you know, here's a, a, a company that's they're trying to do their thing like everybody's doing, you know. And, uh, do you, you think, know, I'm wondering though, I mean, you got quite a bit of publicity. Um, and I'm wondering if, I mean, the publisher of Spin Magazine, that th- that's, you know, pretty high level guy to be the one to give you a call and say, you know, let's talk about this. And we, we're, you know, do you think that the publicity has something to do with the fact that you got such a quick and high level response? Well, it took a week I th- uh, for them to notice. Um, 
You know, maybe it's just a matter of not really being too savvy with social media. I don't know. Um, well, I certainly hope they it, um, are looking for a new law firm. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, seriously. I mean, how could you be so clueless? It, it's well, like you, you would think you would think that bef- you would at least know enough that when you go after somebody in a social media setting that the whole freaking world's going to know about it. And um, it's, it's like maybe next time call us before you go after somebody. Well, you know? I, I, I think I that I, I think law firms are an autopilot. I mean, look what happened with uh, – and not everybody here might, not, might know about it. Eric probably does. But um, that company that was representing 2K Studios that basically said if you give uh, Duke Nukem Forever a bad review, you're going to be blacklisted. Yeah, that whole thing. Which they have yeah. to retract. They apologize for that. With they apologize. They apologize, but 2K dropped them. 2K, they're not represented by, uh, they're not representing 2K anymore. Right. That's it. And so, so people do make serious mistakes like and that. And this, this has happened on Facebook. I think that there was actually a guy named Mark Zuckerberg who was like a, like a, like a, never bankrupt. heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> this bankruptcy lawyer named Mark Zuckerberg who had his account messed with. And I think there was an, also a guy named John Stewart that they just killed the account. Yeah, I've heard of that happening. I can't think of any specific, but yeah, I've heard that people just lost their accounts because somebody decided that, you know, randomly that person shouldn't have that name. It belongs to somebody else. And you think that it's very preventable. I mean, how difficult is it to go to this guy's site, this Mark Zuckerberg site, and look up his profile? There is not even an iota of anything that would be like, hey, this guy. Yeah, it's probably some 56-year-old bald guy. Who's yeah, I think it was. I think it was, you know, <laughs> yeah. with the John Stewart guy. I mean, come on. That's got to be a really common name, you know, mm-hmm. um, just to look and see what the context is. So, um, you know, it's. I think it's just one of those things that, uh, you know, you got to kind of just do a five-second research. I mean, uh, yeah, first thing I did when I got the letter from the law firm, I'm like, I'm going to dig if they're, they're a history. Who who am I up against? And, you know, it took me all of five seconds. Really, it was what, Google? I don't have any special leap skills there. Mm-hmm. So it's not hard. So this whole thing is over now, and you've got spin, but did you get anything from writing in writing from the guy saying that this won't happen again? Or? Oh, we're, we're working, you know, working on it. That was all, all the, you know, it's all the cleanup details after after the fact. Yeah, do you have his digits in case this happens again? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've had to. Uh... Did you get, the important question actually is, did you get, like, special tickets to some really awesome concerts? Because... At least a free subscription yeah. to the magazine. Yeah, at least. And I mean, not even interested in that. I, mean, yeah, but like, I know, but, but Eric, that is what you got to fight for because that's that's where the gold is. I mean, maybe, but I don't know. I mean, I don't have a magazine. If I need something, I'm going to go online and. I'll tell you what. You ask for those, and I'll take them on your behalf. You know, if I had like a, if I had like a twelve year old daughter or something, I'd be like. <laughs> Look me up with some I'll be your 12-year-old daughter. Let's, yeah, just, let's go to a show. Come on. Listen, if you can get my kids some Taylor Swift tickets. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, uh, there, it is. there it is. No, I mean, because that kind of thing is just not important. But, it, you know, companies have every right, of course, to enforce their, their trademark. If there is a, another music-type site, you know, Spins had their trademark in the music space and publishing for sure. um, That's the key. They, 
obviously didn't do the research to see. Isn't that like, it was Bob Gutierrez, right? Like, didn't he start that? Yeah, I think yeah. apparel or, you know, so yeah. it's kind of like, it, it's pretty obvious. But And you'd think that of all the, the resources that, that legal industry has available, this is just simple stuff. I mean, they have to understand and research a lot of information, that namely being law. Mm-hmm. So you'd think that, you know... It's pretty easy to kind of figure yeah, out. See, this is the thing, though. Having known a lot of lawyers um, in my life, and, and I'm very fond of many of them, they are culturally out of touch. Yeah. Just, just classically, uh, almost across the board, culturally out of touch people. Is this the reason why we're, we're still having so many copyright issues? And I think it's partly such? why. There's a it's, total it's what, disconnect there. Yeah, they still use facts, man. <laughs> well, <Seriously. I> know. <laughs> but you know, what I'm saying is we've got we've got so many people being sued because of like copyright violations because they supposedly downloaded a copy of like some crappy album by Britney Spears or something like that and 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 the lawyers don't seem to understand that the a this person very well could have done it b could have had their Wi-Fi either um, intentionally or unintentionally hacked. Or C, the IP address may or may not have been connected to that person at the time. So, so what I'm saying is, it just seems easier to throw a, a letter and put a stamp on it at somebody than it is to actually do the research and say, you know, this is what's really going on. Billable hours, <laughs> billable hours, mm-hmm. and 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 that all of that stuff around downloading, of course, is really driven by the RIAA and. and- yeah. MPAA. Uh, and, and MPAA in the industry. So I think that's a slightly different case. Um, but, but uh, you know, I think when, when lawyers are faced with things like social media, they really don't know what to do because they've had their heads up their asses in law school for six years. And, and, and then yeah. they ended up in a law firm. It's not their fault, but they, they don't, they're not allowed to be in the world because... Well, and it's not, you know, we we can't throw absolutely every lawyer under the bus because you do have a lot of... I love lawyers. I'm uh, just saying. ...attorneys that work on, you know, look at uh, people like the EFF. You know, they do good work and they do it for a good cause and and they do a lot of pro pro bono work um, for things like that. And, you know, so they're they're very tuned in to things like this as well. Mm -hmm. Sure. There's always exceptions. It has the hallmark of of really... um, uh, a, a lot of in, entrenched industries and, and uh, newspapers are finally, uh, or I should say journalism is finally kind of coming out of it. But, you know, newspapers, they, they wouldn't print anything unless it came from certain places, certain sources that they had always dealt with. You know, well, I love the, I mean, Wikileaks and, and I think mind. this is. Yeah, this is another I mean, case. Everybody took a lot of time to to just hate on WikiLeaks, and then magically, WikiLeaks is the source for every single story they're doing. It's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah. you know, getting back on track with with this whole issue uh, is is this? You say that your letter was reprinted on Chilling Effects, which is kind of a, a funny name for this whole thing, considering the fact that this could happen again to other people and does this set a precedence if if the the was it the president of the publisher actually came to you and, and had a chat could other people look at this and say well you're going to have to prove confusion to users um technically you, you said that the, they had some technical issues with the letter if this goes to court for other people, they could look back at this and say, look, you know, you're going to have to prove that this, this, and this happened because the president of the publisher actually went to this Eric Rice guy and 
yeah, sorted that does, it out. That, that doesn't mean anything, though, because it's, it's, not, really it's the, not a court it's, decision. If it was a court the, decision, then it could be cited as a precedent, but I don't know. It's, I it's, Twitter, been, it's Twitter TOC that matters more, more than even yeah. this particular case. Because well, can, yes and no. I mean, it, it, as far as the action that they're going to take, you know, if they had to comply with a court order, then, yeah, they're going to go ahead and take action with that. But, you know, there are companies that have um, a reputation of being very, very tough and aggressive with their, their trademarks. Um, and it, there have been cases where they realize, oh, you know what, we've probably made a bad decision here, and they've gone to correct it. I think Monster Cable is actually known as one of the big, uh, you know, tr- aggressive with the trademarks. And I think they, like, went after a golf shop or something. I could be missing up the story, but um, they eventually worked it all out, and it was fine because it was completely ridiculous. It was like this mom-and-pop golf shop in the middle of nowhere that, was called Monster Golf or something like that. And that, that got handled and taken care of. I don't necessarily know that that's a, a precedent, but, um, and then as far as chilling effects goes, well, that's kind of actually a joint effort between a bunch of law clinics at like Stanford, Berkeley, Harvard, uh, I think Berkman Center and EFF are the two main um, forces behind it. And they pretty much handle cease and desist notice. Mm-hmm. They have a database, mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, yeah, you'd think, um, kind of getting back to the relationship between Spin and their lawyers, though, um, you, you, hope, you would hope the law firm got a call and said, hey, do you know how bad you made us look? You know, um, it, I think what will happen is, is eventually it will just filter down to some of the more clueless <laughs> people in, in a lot of uh, industries. It isn't just law. It's medicine. It's journalism. It's law. Well, it's also social media too. I mean, I yeah. was I was joking around with Malcolm. I said, you know, we're going to end up in PowerPoint slides uh, from here on out in social media yeah. <laughs> presentations because there's yeah, so many right. experts with that. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. it's done. It happened. It's uh, there are things, and I you know I kind of viewed this as something that was actually much more, it, I mean, it's, well, it was much more important than me. I mean, this is a dude who's called Spin, and this is the situation and whatever, but could this happen to others? And to be fair, can this actually happen to people who aren't as technically connected as I am? You know, oh, yeah, that was also yeah. an advantage that I had, not like I'm some crazy famous person, but industry-wise. Well, or maybe whatever. that's what they were betting on, not having this done their research. This is your field. Research. Exactly. They maybe mm-hmm. thought you were just... Yeah, well, go for it, you know? And I don't it's, even bill myself as a social media expert or consultant. You no, know? But, you're, but this is your... This is <laughs> maybe your I should. Practice. Or douchebag. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, it's there's a difference. It's it's the, the, I mean, it's just that you're known and you're liked so that you got the publicity. So, I mean, yeah, it's the people who don't have... That any of that, you wonder, are they getting these, and no one knows about it, right? Yeah, they probably are. I mean, uh, it it sounds to me like a little bit like you know the uh, law firms kind of do this. They're trolling for you know they'll just yeah, I mean, throw I something out there. You know, law firm that PR. Throw this I mean, a, they're like not the making any money. Thing. That was a well. No, that's example. not quite true, though, Mike. I mean, here's the, the. I think the thing is, here's a. Um, here's a magazine that doesn't have um, it doesn't have enough resources to justify its own legal department, so it outsources that. Then it has a legal department that wants to justify itself to its client. So yeah. it's 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 making work. It's creating uh, 
uh, problems to solve in order to to maintain its relevancy with its client. And and that's you know that's not going to stop happening. I think. Yeah, it's like not that, like they're Time Magazine or anything. I mean, right? They, they don't. They've if been they were Time Magazine, they'd have an in-house legal uh, legal group, and if they had their own okay. in-house lawyers, their own in-house lawyers would be complying with whatever the company policy and culture was, and they wouldn't have gone after you in the first place. I mean, what Mike brought up earlier, though, um, is um, very relevant too, because it was in the PR realm with, uh, you know, the. <laughs> the guy that tweeted that anybody who gives a bad review. I mean, because that's a hot issue in the video game industry is, it do is. any video games really get bad reviews? Mm-hmm. You know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, you get a bad review. You just coincidentally aren't getting a review copy of the game. Known, <laughs> not provable, but it's one of those wink, wink things. Well, here, somebody came out and said it, and wow, that blew up quick. It was huge on, on on two counts. Yeah, one one about the fact that it, that people were threatened in the first place. And two, as you said, the wink, wink, nudge, nudge issue. Now we finally know that, that this does happen. We've heard about it for years. And I remember, I remember hearing about this, God, it was like six years ago or something, five or six years ago where some big game got a bunch of bad reviews and and this same sort of thing happened. And I just don't remember what the name of the game was, but uh, yeah, we have known about this um, as, as sort of like an in search of episode. And, uh, and this was true anonymous either because you know it's still big news that Duke Nukem Forever, thirteen years late, is freaking <laughs> awful. And that's all anybody's talking about, and then that threw up. So it just wasn't. It was bad on a lot of accounts. You know, yeah, it wasn't yeah. just. You know. Yeah, the whole thing has been just a huge train wreck, much like Anthony Weiner. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Um, that was a and really before bad Before I forget, <laughs> I need to uh, mention the DeLorean. And uh, what DeLorean? I can't think of a way to do that in context. So I'm just going to say DeLorean, DeLorean, DeLorean. Excellent. And please don't edit that out, Mike. But yeah. Okay, I won't. I don't get it, but I won't. She, she's just, she's just, well, you know, but you you know it. we're just going to revisit the fact that you actually had one. That's all. Oh, that I had one? Out. Because you know what? Chicks take scars and (laughs) like Christine, I'm gonna buy another one just to impress you. Yeah, I wish you would. Wow, I guess a lot of time has passed. You're you're what time traveling now? And flux (laughs) capacitors. Yes. You know, I got some technology that can help you out with that. (laughs) I I know you I know you do. We were talking about that before the show. I can drive without my hands. And oh. you know, I I've been I've been totally time traveling. It, it feels like because I've been dealing with some really some neighbors and friends that are like really end users. And uh, as we're having this conversation, like it it makes me think. And if they have a name that is at all like anything else that might come out in the future, like who's going to protect them? Mm-hmm. No, like they won't even know what Electronic Frontier Foundation is. Like they won't know right. what. They will just cave. They and and as Annie said, it's. I'm sure that's already happening all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, which is kind of what that trolling for lawsuits. I mean, is all yeah, about. chances they are just, that law firm just does that. That's a, yeah. I mean, it's part of what they do for, and that's one of the reasons they jumped on. I mean, you would think Spin Magazine, because it's such a generic word, Spin, um, would you know be a little more careful about what they were jumping on top of but if it's some law firm who just does it 
for their clients, then maybe they're not so careful. Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, I'm, I have plenty of friends who are lawyers myself, and they just out of law school worked and worked all the time. And there's this whole like rainmaker thing that you kind of have to do eventually in law and in a lot of places. And, you know, they want to look scrappy when they're first out of law school. And I can see that this is probably going to get worse before it gets better because Mm -hmm. there's young people coming out of law school who are like, you know, there's copyright infringement all over the place. Like, Mm -hmm. let's go. And check to see what we can find. Search.twitter.com. I think where I lost faith in everything is when I found out that there are veggie, li- there's food libel laws, veggie libel laws in 13 what? states in America. What's and there was actually a high profile case with Oprah where she was uh, talking smack about beef and it went to court. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are 13 states where you basically can't talk smack about carrots or you will be sued for libel. You can't talk smack about carrots. Or whatever, because <laughs> or companies or whatever that have a vested interest in an industry. There's a potato what? lobby. There's Egg a corn pork. lobby. There's a you know there's, there's lobbies, a corn lobby, 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 pork lobby, things like lobby. this. They you know and, why do you think the high fructose the 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 revolt against high fructose corn syrup is met by the corn lobbies? What is it? Simply sweet or something sweet or some website that's dedicated to all the benefits and oh that's just. You know, it's, it's corn big, sugar, it's big business, but yeah, look it up. Veggie libel. The, the mm. reason our kids are still eating crap in public schools is because the corn lobby and the potato lobby and the pizza lobby and the chicken nuggets lobby, these things exist, have a stranglehold on Congress and they go, fight. Go fight tooth city and hall. Nail. That's the easy part, <laughs> right? You know. But, you know, you start stacking all of these things. There's so much money to be made there. There's um, a general, I don't want to say cluelessness in a bad way, but grabbing a pencil to write down something when somebody says, copy that. <laughs> to, you know, there's millions and millions of people now all over the place. It just keeps stacking. And when you stack that, it, of course this is going to happen all over the place. Yeah. But I don't right. know what to do. So we just tell people... As educators, like as we all are in that position in our lives, like as techie people, like we just tell them, don't get attached to your business name, your LLC or your your name. Don't get attached because guess what? Somebody's gonna come. The corn lobby's gonna come and say, guess what? You ain't carrots, baby. We are. We own at carrots. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> like what do I tell them? Well, yeah. you don't. Yeah. You leave it to the lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just, I don't, is there insurance that we can buy, like homeowner's insurance that will, like, you <laughs> know, insurance? Internet ID insurance. insurance. For someone, EFF, please hear our call. We need <laughs> name insurance, like, or some sort of national registry or. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's never going to happen. Because I mean, oh, that'll happen, please. No, I don't There's see that happening in because that. because no matter what happens, is always who gets there first. There's profit, though. Think about it. Like register your name for us. Like it's kind of like the opposite of catalog choice. <laughs> you know, catalog. You guys are familiar with catalog choice. You can go online and I don't know. say what you don't want, you know, claim exactly what you want and what you don't want to come to your house or email or whatever. And mm. it's an environmental thing mostly to cut down on paper. But if there's a national registry, say, that 
you know, you pay your certain dues and you say, this is my username and I want that wherever I can get it. And they send out their bots to register it or, or yeah. just... Well, there is a site that does that. that. I do not yeah. like the, that at all. The, <laughs> but the trick is, is that you can still put your name and do not call or say, don't send me this junk mail and somebody will find a loophole or a loophole will get created that they can mm-hmm. be exempted on a technicality. Mm-hmm. This will go on forever. And ever and ever. So they can just get around it. I mean, I've had friends that are lobbyists, and yeah, it's their job is to change the laws. It's their, you know, there's no, let's all vote and wave flags. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> no, that's not how it works. Their job <laughs> security is based on getting laws changed. And it's a little teensy tiny thing that's attached to some other big boring thing that nobody's paying attention to. So while probably a lot of solutions really do make good sense and good technical sense, you know, if there's profit to be made or if there's a huge benefit for something established in legacy, you know, it's, it's avoidable. You know, it'll, somebody will find a way around it. We're doomed. Yep. <laughs> get your helmets. Get your so you just, your ass just got some freaking luck, basically. Your, your chickens brought you some luck there. You had like golden eggs because honestly, what could you have done? Well, I mean. Say it went bad. I mean, there's there's no there are so many different ways that things can go in litigation that you can't just say, well, how's this going to go? I mean, you know, the upper response was fully ready to to go out and and handle it, and you know, I think I I think Twitter would have uh, stood up for you too if push what? came to shove. I you do. do? Mm-hmm. What? You're kidding, right? They've stood up. That. They've right. stood up for parody accounts before, and this yeah. isn't even a parody account. There's no. He's not even. Yeah, but- but the one thing that Twitter cannot stand up against is a court order. So that's great. It's like terms of services. You know, look at all of these sites that have terms of services that declare what you can and cannot do. There, I think Linden Lab had an issue where a judge kind of threw out. They said, well, first of all, we're not even talking about terms of services because that's not law, first of all. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So if there's a term of service on an account, go ahead and try and for it. It's like the whole thing that you don't actually own software. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know if that's ever been challenged in court, but why do I have a feeling that that it, concept that you don't own anything you buy, you buy Photoshop Creative Suite for 1200 bucks and you don't own it, you have a quote unquote license to use it. Right, right. Bull there, crap. <laughs> no, there, there was a there was a case about 2 years ago where somebody tried to sell their copy of of AutoCAD and Autodesk actually went in and said you're not allowed to to resell it once you own it. And I remember keeping up with with the case, and then eventually I it it just stopped getting reported on. So I don't know what the uh, what the end result of it was. Well, it's you like, better go find out. Yeah, yeah I want to know. It's like celebration home. in Florida outside of Disney World. It's like a private kind of slash public kind of place to live. Like it's so, a development. So you, no, it's a, it's a normal city there. I used to it's live a, out that way, and my wife used to work in that city. No, it's a, now it's its own self run city it's a city it's a township or whatever but you can't own the property exactly like you can you apply to go in you know you you buy the property from the organization or whatever but there's no inheritance so you can't hand a house down you must sell it back to the association like there's all these rules you can't you so you don't actually own it really it's just like a glorified renting and um, it raised a lot of controversy, actually, because it kind of goes against the fabric of what we know of well, ownership. You know, 
Yeah, it's like the home ownership association or home homeowners association. I, I know, think. but it's not a condo. Like it's a whole town. Oh, the whole. T- but those rules, they have rules that are very strictly enforced, down to even what's visible from the street in your windows. Yes, yeah, so you it's, can't have so you know. many bikes out in the driveway. You have to have, you know, you have to put them away. Like it's very no laundry hanging out. In the like, Bay Area, I used to live in a place where there was a rule about the type of patio umbrella you could have in the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, there's lots of communities. Like but that's that. different from like rules and like, you know, there's township rules here too. Like I'd found out when there was a big dog in my yard that I did not know or a deer or whatever. I There's no discharging of any firearms in this township. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So how do you find that out? So, <laughs> that sounds like a good story. Back that up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. firearms. And you took a shot at the dog and somebody I, yelled at you. Uh, <laughs> Um, and and I didn't know that I wasn't allowed to, <laughs> to shoot off firearms, <laughs> officer. Jeez, your big dog was in my yard. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, your dog. Very to take that to a different right. extreme where I live, we can do that, but yes. as long as it's not an owl. My governor does that on a regular right. basis. Right. Right. That, that's right. bad. That's as long as it's not an owl, right? Huge so. Noise. Everybody has rules and regulations, but I still own my house. Like there's, you know what I mean? Like I, the ownership, I agree with the software. It's very, it's iffy. Like in with the names, like but just because like, I go on Twitter and say I'm purple card doesn't mean that I own it, I guess. Yeah. Is, is there a big dog in your yard? What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> don't shoot any, don't, don't discharge fire. I'm a little scared. What was that? Who just left? Nobody left. What was We're all, all that here? Do you guys didn't hear all that? No. You have a big dog in your yard. <laughs> you did not hear all of that. Like, you didn't hear all that. Like, all right. I, I think it's. I'll, I'll, on that note. <laughs> on that note, I, I think we're just going to wrap this up. Okay. I um, huge feedback. I can't believe you guys didn't hear that. Uh, and somebody must I have been so happy. Happy uh, Captain Picard Day, happy Blooms Day, and happy IBM 100th Anniversary Day. I didn't see that. That's right. 100 years. I just, all of these things came through to me in my RSS feed today, and I was like, wow, it's the anniversary of a lot of shit. So I thought I'd share that with everyone. (laughs) 100 years of making computers very boring. There's actually a really (laughs) interesting article on the register about um, the history of IBM over the last 100 years, and I read the whole thing and did not feel like taking a nap. So I recommend it. Okay. Really? Impressive. Yes, really. (laughs) Most impressive. (laughs) I stayed awake. <laughs> <laughs> you, Sarah Bell, yeah, you wake didn't up. put me to sleep. There's a sterling. It was two pages. IBM. Two. Two pages. <laughs> two pages. Two two pages. I clicked through and read the second page. What is wow. going on with Sarah Bella? <laughs> Holy cow! IBM. Uh, I have, I have, I have like strong opinions about blogs lately, but that's a different show. You have strong opinions about blogs. We should. We should go there. Uh, I would go there because in the future I would in like the future. to hear this. Let me let me hop into my DeLorean and let me. I'll let you guys know what day we do that show. There was a segue. We found a way to bring I, I know. it back to the DeLorean. And, and we have at least one listener who's going to be very happy now. Uh, so happy! So happy! All right, let's uh, let's wrap this up. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank everybody who's here for coming back and, and doing a show uh, a year later. 
I'm getting into the punch. <laughs> so <laughs> we're just we're gonna have to come back here. Let me see. Uh, June sixteenth, two thousand and twelve. If the uh, if the world is still around, <laughs> no wait, that's not until December. Yeah, maybe we yeah. should squeeze the show in before we for the actual um, end, of, end, the of the end of the world. Sometime in October. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. There's October 2011 too. That's another the release, the release date of the apocalypse. Got the pushed date, back. Yeah, it's in beta. Back. They're not releasing earlier. They're not releasing often. It's Listen, it's a rollout, and rollouts have issues. That's right, incremental okay. rollouts. I want a beta invite. It's an incremental rollout. I think we all just get beta invites. It's the alpha invites. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank Joe, Christine, Annie, Eric, and Sarah for coming on the show. If you want to contact us, I forgot what the email address was. Is it pushmyfollow@gmail.com? I don't remember. Trash back in the day. We're the only. We're the only push my follow on Twitter. You won't get us confused. Yeah, get us at push. So um, <laughs> I would like yeah. to add that I am still spent on Twitter. Yes. Yay. Everybody go through their Twitter IDs. Joe, go. Joe Cascio. Christine. Purple car. Annie. Banani with the two ends in the second part. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, for so, those of for those Eric. listeners that were sleeping, what's your Twitter ID? Ben. <laughs> ben magazine. Sarah. <laughs> Uh, I'm Orchid, O-R-C-H-I-D, and the number eight. And I am at StarMike. And, of course, uh, there's the Push My Follow account. And I forgot the password for that, too. So we're just going to have to... <laughs> I know it. Don't worry. You know it? All right. You're, it. you're going to have to... You're, you, can, uh, you can put it in Skype because I don't remember what it was. And, putting um, Annie in charge. Write it down. Write it down. <laughs> write it down. <laughs> yes, I'll write it down on my notebook <laughs> with my pen and my Sharpie. All right. Thank you again, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.